Criterion Cult Film Podcast. Benvenidos to the pod. I'm one of your hosts. And uh, cult leaders, Jordan Garcia, right next to me, I've got... Armando Arvizu here. And uh, what do we usually do here on the Criterion Cult Film Podcast, Jordan? Well, we'd like to take you on a labyrinth of conversation. We'd like to talk about a film that's in the Criterion Collection. And then one of us brings a film that we believe belongs in the collection. And we sort of kind of talk about both of those films. And sometimes they have similar themes. Sometimes they just have similar directors. But a lot of times they're, they're kind of a little good double feature. Today, it is my double feature. We're talking about Pan's Labyrinth as well as The Fall, which I will be bringing to the collection later. But first a little bit foremost, later in the show. A little bit later in the show. But first and foremost, we're taking a trip down the labyrinth. And not David Bowie's labyrinth, mind you. Oh, this is not his pants labyrinth. Thing. Yes, exactly. We're not talking about uh, what is, he says something about the babe, right? I can't remember that song. I really, at least like that song. Anyway, we're talking about Pan's Labyrinth from mm. Guillermo del Toro, and uh, this was in uh, 2006. the uh, The title, the the non American title, is El Labyrinto del Fano, which is the Labyrinth of the Fawn. Hmm. So that's like the tra- our translation is just Pan's Labyrinth, yeah, okay. which is kind of strange because there's no one named Pan. No, no Pan, right? No, I guess not. I don't know. I really yeah, wasn't right? paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, that's good that we're doing this episode <laughs> then. Uh, well, not to that at least. And it, but <laughs> no, I know. I know. know. Again, it's like chasing Amy. There's no one named Amy until you know. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. But, maybe yeah, the Fawn's Fawn. name is Pan. 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 All right. So we're reading the uh, synopsis from. I, I got lost in the labyrinth. Uh, yeah, we're reading the the letterbox is giving us the synopsis for these films. We like to good read old them. letterbox. Yeah. Hopefully one day they'll hear and they'll give us a and remove these ads off my damn uh, letterbox without yeah. me having to pay. All right, what happens when make believe believes it's real? Hmm. Living with her tyrannical stepfather in a new home with her pregnant mother, ten year old Ophelia feels alone until she explores a decaying labyrinth guarded by a mysterious fawn who claims to know her destiny. If she wishes to return to her real father, Ophelia must complete three terrifying tasks. And it's always a dad. You always got to go back to that because the mother can't handle it. It's always got to be the father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just playing the father. It's easy. And, and who's, who's, who's in this, you're wondering? So it's Ivana Baquero as Ophelia. You have Maribel Verdu as Mer- Mercedes. Sergi Lopez as Captain uh, Verdal, uh, Capitan. You got Doug Jones. Who I plays went there once, El Capitan. <laughs> you got Doug Jones. Whoa, 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 look. We got Doug Jones. He's playing the fawn. Disney owns it. What the pale about? man. <laughs> you got Adrana Gill as Carmen. You got Alex Angulo as Dr. Ferrero. And then a bunch of other people, but they don't really, uh, you know, they're not really necessary to our story uh, per se. Yeah, uh, not completely necessary, but... Right, right, right. Well, you know what I they mean. They are like, part of the story. They are part of the story, yeah. but, you know, we're going to talk about these particular ones. And so, for all you spine heads out there wondering what Pan Labyrinth Spinex. is, uh, the spine number is going to be for you 838. Write that down. Oh. Put, that in, put that in your labyrinth <laughs> and smoke it. All right. Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. Uh, I Actually, I, I, I'm a latecomer to this film. Do you own it? I do own it. You do you have the set? The, uh, the no, Del I just Toro have set? the. I got, yeah. I was pissed off about that because same here. I bought them separately, or I bought 
you know, one before the other, and then they yeah. came out with that set. Was it Kronos? Uh, Devil's Backbone. Devil's Backbone, and yes, uh, yeah. Pan's Labyrinth. But yeah, I'm a latecomer to Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, honestly, to Guillermo del Toro in general, I guess. I guess. Uh, you didn't. You you weren't like a the early Hellboy guy. No, I wasn't. I was kind of no. like uh, when when it came out, I was kind of like. A, I don't know. I wasn't really into comics anymore, or I was, mm. or I was uh, turned my back to them. I guess. Oh, I would say, okay. You know. <laughs> All right. Wow. But, I, but I've come back full full throttle. <laughs> well, they've missed you and they needed you. Yeah, Thank they need your back. They do. They're fucking. <laughs> they're going out of business. because no, I know that he did mimic, but I I did not. Yeah. I know mim- now. I didn't know when it was out that yeah. who you know who directed that. He did mimic it, two, I think. Not yeah. The first exactly. One. Okay. Or yeah. Maybe there he did go. the first one. He did one of them, but. But I know, but um, it's only because of oh, and then also he did Blade one two. of the Blade Blade Two. That's Blade right. Two. But see, that's another thing where I didn't know yeah, who directed later. those. Yeah, it wasn't until Hellboy that I heard the name and started seeing yeah. him more and kind of like him being more of the face of his movies. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. like you know before with Blade and stuff, those were sort of you know he was kind of a director for hire. I imagine yeah. they weren't like I mean I don't know if he did the script for Blade Two. He might have, but. When uh, once Hellboy came around, that was kind of more his like thing. Yeah, I mean, at least I mean, obviously he did. Uh, I think he took the, more of the helm obviously of he it. did these films that were talking about Pan's Labyrinth and stuff before, yeah. but I didn't see those until I, I until well, I started. Pan's Labyrinth after, after Hellboy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, this is two thousand six. So like, I feel like Hellboy came out like oh three oh four or something. Oh, like okay. That. Yeah, I guess that makes. And sense. And then he obviously did Blade before that, and right. Mimic one of the mimics. I think it was the. Fr- it probably was the first one. I'm pretty sure it was the first one. Yeah. But yeah, the the point is that like yeah, it wasn't until Hellboy that I actually really started to be like, oh okay, let me like check out this guy's stuff. Yeah. And the f- one name that came up anytime, especially you know after I didn't see Hellboy in theaters or anything, it wasn't until like it came out on DVD that I really discovered it, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until like later that I kind of started really being into it. So by that time, Pan's Labyrinth had been out, so that's what I started hearing more about him. That's when oh, it became yeah. like a thing where he hit. His face was everywhere because of that, uh, because of just the name that that particular. Yeah, this movie. this one really broke out, right? It was like a a big deal when it came out. It was yeah. getting a lot of word of mouth and stuff, right? And, uh, yeah, and I I don't know I don't know why I didn't see it. I guess I don't know. I turned my back on film at that time. And <laughs> I've come back full throttle. <laughs> and so they need it. 2006 was the year you turned your back yeah. on comics, film, and well, right. Thank God you're back. Yeah, I'm all back. I'm chomping on that popcorn, turning the pages. But but I but I will say so. My first experience with with this film, yeah, was that I really did look at it as kind of like, oh damn, like this is really. And, and it's not like that I'm, I'm saying that it's bad or anything now, uh, but I do have a different perspective on it now. But when I first saw it, I was sort of like, oh, yeah, like this, uh, you know, I have a book that's, you know, the greatest movies ever. And of course, that's just a perspective on whoever wrote the book. But but this film, Pan's Labyrinth, is they included need a in title. That. Yeah. But, but this is included in that. And yeah. the reason is because it, it, it is sort of just a milestone, I feel like, because it does come from Mexico and it did break through, you know, one of the three amigos, which is, you know, Guillermo del Toro, oh. we got Alfonso, <laughs> Alf- Alfonso Corion, and yeah. then uh, an Inaritu. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, this was his sort of Itumama um, Tambien and uh, Amores Pieros, mm-hmm. right? That, like, yeah. gave him, that, like, pushed him through where everyone's just like, oh, yeah, like, we want to actually see filmmakers from Mexico make stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, which is great, you know. So I understand why the that why it's when I first watched it, I was sort of watching it with that kind of, you know what I mean? Like yeah, that, that gusto. Yeah, guess, that yeah. like uh, that 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 sort of like push behind it of like, oh yeah, like I really do like this. And also, yeah, it wasn't just it wasn't just like you know like I guess typical 
well, I guess Mexican American kind of stuff where it's all like right. you know like mi yeah. familia or something like that. Or yeah, like, it was it was more know? focused on like a genre. It was genre yeah. like you know it was more yeah, of a genre thing. Yeah, a different kind of story, not just like the struggle of coming to America. Like you know, mm-hmm. uh, being an immigrant in America and like right you know, or working just through or like, like you said. Like and again, sometimes they can be done well, but they're mostly when you get stuff that comes from. Uh, a lot of like either whether it's Mexican or Mexican American, or just it, like just just foreign films. Uh, foreign in films. General, it's like, always yeah. like based on family because yeah. that's sort of what the directors are, are know. They know. But they this know is a little based on family too, but not so uh, not so heavy handed. I, I mean, I would it, say you know, I mean, the family is barely the mom is barely existed. We'll like you know we'll yeah. get into that, but cause so in this second watch or not second watch. I mean, this is like a, a, a multiple. I've watched this multiple yeah. times. I own it. But watching it for the podcast, I did sort of find myself. So basically, the story is that, you know, this little girl, her mom, uh, basically there is like seeing this general who's a fascist, yeah. who uh, is a right wing nut job. And there's like a bunch of like uh, left wing, like kind of uh, people who are like going against the Almost fascist. like a rebel alliance. Yes. You know? Yeah. Pretty much like that. Yeah. yeah. Like he's like the Darth Vader. Like the yeah the um obviously uh yeah the poor people are kind of going after not the poor people the, the under I don't know what would you say like uh just like yeah uh, just I mean like the lower class lower I mean, class yeah, is going just, out yeah that that's what I'm looking for right because the lower they, class yeah, is kind of like you know like forming an alliance to like overthrow this uh right. this tyranny this guy's uh yes you know and reign then, of terror I guess and so basically in order for her to kind of deal with that that her mother's sick and pregnant with the with the dude's kid. And she's not doing well. She's very delusional. She just yeah. she speaks like a like a, a cartoon character. Like where she's so? just like she's like Ophelia, please put on the dress. You'll be so beautiful for the captain. Don't, don't you believe it? Don't you think? <laughs> like you know, like it's like yeah. stuff like that. Where this, especially this watch, I was just like so annoyed by it. I was like, oh, why did they make them? Why did they make the mom like that? But it, it's very fairy tale, so it makes kind of sense. She is it's, sick, you know. She's not. She's having I'm a saying. hard time. And that's what I mean by this. this uh, that she's you know, delusional. This, I feel, pregnancy, like, I feel like she know. is sick yeah. and she is sort of losing her mind mm-hmm. because I don't because it, it's crazy for her to be like, oh, I need you to look pretty for the uh, the, the captain. Yeah. And he's just like a dick. He like literally does yeah. not care. He just like, cares about uh, having a boy or not. You know? Right. He doesn't. Yes. He just needs some... he doesn't care about Ophelia, obviously, because it's not his child. Right. And, and she, it's a girl. And she's a girl. Yeah. And like I and that's kind of that was one of the things, too, that I had a problem with is uh, the mother's character. But uh, I know after thinking about it a little more and like, you know, like obviously yes yeah, she's having a really tough time with this pregnancy and just everything that's going on you know of course she's i mean this is and, like and, and this her is, her original uh husband ophelia's original father it was a rebel as well yeah and considered a traitor and shot by basically her new stepdad yeah yeah so that's a lot of stress yeah yeah it is yeah <laughs> exactly yeah thank you it was uh i mean this is like this is kind of like the only way she knows how to how to survive and like like you know and keep Ophelia, you know, not above above water. Oh, well, there you, you know? go. Like, You're it's right. It's like it's one of those things. It's she's like, living in fantasy. Yeah. Yes. As Ophelia has to do as well. Yeah. In yeah, order to get through that trauma. Yeah, Ophelia has her own way, but her mom right. is doing it in, you know, this a like, real way where she can't like you know she doesn't understand why Ophelia is reading books and like you know like she sees that she's she's no value in it. Because, obviously, she's like, obviously not uned. The mother is uneducated, and and this is what she has to do to kind of survive and get out of this like lower class life, you know. And and even if it does having a psychopath's baby, you know, it's kind of like 
the only way she can really stay above above water and stuff and and especially in that scene when they're all having dinner with everyone and uh ophelia's mother's talking about how she met the yeah and the, he's all upset the el capitan it. yeah he's just you like know? shut up no one yeah. wants to hear this shit <laughs> yeah exactly but that's all she has Typical to talk about because she has no other kind of like right experience like you know real experiences i guess or like and also education you know and also because i'm sure after that once he swooned her he probably just like ignored her yeah he didn't like really like like, do the same he didn't treat her two-faced yeah yeah. where he's just like you know he's like charming and all this stuff and kind of like yeah like you said swooning her like most men whining and dining her and then once he has her he's yes he's throwing her in a cage yeah he's just like throwing her in a cabin like i'll see you at the farm yeah you know like i don't care that you're pregnant and dying and sick yeah as long as you have my kid i don't care if you like live or die pretty much yeah and towards the end i mean that's all he cares about anyway too right like yeah i don't even he's not crying at when eventually the mother does pass because of no he doesn't care yeah yeah he does not care at all yeah he he mostly starts. I mean, it sort of comes. My up. boy's okay, right? The boy. Yeah, he just cares about the son. Yeah, and also he's just. I think you know, I, he. I feel like there's like a, at, towards the end of that, like where it's like Mercedes, the character Mercedes, where like mm-hmm. he, he's sort of kind of like trying to like come on to her. I Does feel he? like. I mean, he's sort of being like this weird, like making sure she's not a spy thing. Yeah. But he's always just like grabbing her and like. Just like doing things like kind of being like, oh, like here, take a shot, come back up, bring me another bottle, like stuff yeah. like that. Where um, I feel yeah, like that's true. It, it's very much like kind he of probably like does a, that to all the women. <laughs> well, that's you know? what I mean. Like he just, just sees them as game. Like yeah. yeah, this thing like oh, I'm just you could you're just gonna come back and yeah. I just you know have sex with you really quick, yeah. right? That's all you're good for. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I mean, because she even mentions that in one thing where she's mm-hmm. like, that's why I was able to kind of uh, be a spy because you just saw me as a dumb woman yeah. who wouldn't be able to do anything. Yeah. So, and and so that. Well, I was getting at the oh okay I was getting at the fact that yeah it's just like he yeah he was not sad about the fact that uh, yeah. that, that the that the wife died he didn't care at all yeah. and so yeah you're right I guess that is her trying to deal with that bullshit because I mean you got I mean you got to figure out some way to deal with a guy like that I mean that yeah. guy's a fucking he's a, he's a goddamn pill <laughs> yeah exactly you wouldn't want to like most fascists are I believe want him around all that much but it's kind of the only way like she can get out of where she's at or right, be right. in like or, or give a good life to her daughter yeah that's always what it usually is right and that's what it, she's it, really looking after of course like, she's looking after her children yes. you know like not necessarily herself like she has to like she's pretty much sacrificing her herself for Ophelia right yeah but yeah that I, which but, is yeah, yeah which is what yeah, yeah I was like you know kind of upset about the the mom character the, the, uh, the first couple of times you know but I realized I just you know thought, she yeah. is you know. those are a couple of silly lines that when she's like in the like try it on the dress and she's yeah. just like outside the door she's like Ophelia don't you think you look so beautiful the captain don't you think yeah huh yeah she's like, so dire and like, yeah obviously the fucking captain does not give a fuck and he does not care yeah. yeah he doesn't give a shit but let's get into the labyrinth okay so it's really you know, easy, really straightforward. <laughs> very much not a labyrinth at all. Pretty easy to get through. Uh, yeah. She just had to make a, uh, make a frog throw up. Yeah. And then, you know, she had to go uh, do this one thing, but she doesn't end up doing it, right? She eats off the table. That was like the last task that she yeah. had to do. No, there's another task, isn't there? Well, mm-hmm. he gives her more. He gives her oh, a second okay. chance Oh, gotcha. after that. Okay. But remember, he she eats the thing off the table with yeah. that, the pale man, and that mm-hmm. messes it up because he tells her, don't. Eat yeah, anything off the table. Like, yeah, and so when she goes back to him, he's like, "No, that's it. You're not going to find out who your birthright is." And that's kind of when yeah. everything in her life goes chaotic. That's yeah. when the, everybody starts bombing everything. Uh, that's when, yeah. like, you know what I mean? That's when, like, literally, yeah. her mom dies. That's when, like, all this stuff. Yeah, he gets really will, he gets real Willy Wonka on her. He's but like, see, you and, stole fizzy lifting drinks. And <laughs> and now and now, because so I'm kind of like, you know, I'm kind of like looking at it in that way where 
still again watching it this time i'm sort of like man i wish there was more of the labyrinth i wish there was more of her in that fantasy world kind of really not just crawling in a bunch of mud and meeting a big frog like really just walking through a labyrinth like in a way that yeah a little more lost through it all you know yes like just wandering i guess like in most like like you know in these types of films when she puts her dress on that tree and crawls into that uh, the like or like into that the opening in the tree yeah the, like the the stump the I stump guess, or whatever or the, yeah. like it becomes this whole like that becomes the whole movie and yeah. she's just in that world for at least maybe like thirty minutes or something yeah you know? a little while not she doesn't come out so quickly yeah I she guess, doesn't so. come out so quickly and and I'm sort of having a problem with that but I guess it's always just like it sort of makes sense right I mean the real world just keeps kicking in and kicking her out of that because yeah. the real world's so serious and so dire yeah that it's really hard for her to just keep sticking into that world you know what i mean because like it's yeah. pretty bad like what's happening around her like it's all just terrible there's nothing good about what she's living in like her situation you know yeah it's a really yeah it's, she's in a really tough situation right right so yeah so it, that kind of makes sense what you're saying is like yeah she just can only stand there now, so yeah. like just a little bit because everything around her is like just so chaotic so right it's hard to like stay in that little that you know in that fairy tale mindset or that or yeah her to like you know just sort of disconnect with the real world because yes, yeah. all this stuff is just like yeah just bomb like keeps right. bombing on her and, and because you, you, you know, and you reminded think, her that she's not safe you know you think about like an you know sort of a, a, a different types of fantasy films where maybe there is that thing happening where this little girl is dealing with you know there's like these you know fascists and these like rebels going after them yeah. but that would be in the fantasy Mm-hmm. There'd be like some bad king, and that would be the guy. Yeah. There'd be like a bunch of like good like knights in the woods who like she. You know what I'm saying? Like it would be that. But yeah, the, I mean, well, yeah, just like Wizard of Oz, where all exactly these, all these yes. characters that are in the real world are playing these pe- uh, uh, people in you know the fantasy right. world or right, the right, dream right. world or whatever it might be. You know, but, they, all, they all represent somebody from the outside world that is trying to keep her down or exactly or like something. But really, what this is like, literally, and again doesn't necessarily it, it makes the the watch the viewing a little little better but still there is still parts of me that wish i could have had more like practical effects labyrinth stuff but yeah. it does make sense because it is literally just being like yeah she it, it's so dire and so serious that she just she, there's no because you know towards the end or, or at the end when she's speaking to the fawn and and the mm-hmm. dude shoots her yeah. you know he doesn't see the fawn there and it just like disappears it's just literally like, it's like real quick yeah. and literally she he just goes up and shoots her yeah like there is no like yeah the nobody fawn saves, doesn't come into the real world yes and doesn't save, save her, her yeah, the fairies yeah. don't do anything like nobody like is like stops like you know he doesn't get shot before he does it yeah. or something like you know like it literally is just like yeah she there is no time for her to be in that fantasy world because she's gonna get shot at any moment she yeah. gets shot at any moment yeah she's not by her own fucking all. stepdad yeah. like yeah it's so all right del toro you know i see what you're doing there um yeah. you know and and again it's it's not like a bad thing it's just sort of me watching it i wanted more of the fantasy stuff and i wanted yeah. a little bit less of the the revolutionary stuff obviously that's it's a great parallel to what's going on yeah like you know to have that in the real world but i did sort of want to see maybe that in the fantasy world because that's the point of kind of a fairy tale but i get it's sort of his version of that it's his yeah. twist on that so all right all right you see him okay. yeah yeah i have this yeah i have the same problem too uh, honestly but i mean 
because I did want to see more of this fantasy world, but I get it. Like she's not like in a coma or like she's not in. Right. She's not fa- like, you know, she's not asleep or something like that. Like, yes. We're like she, most of those. That, that's they, what it the, is. the character is like, are they being like, they're or, able to tell the story, sit and lay and tell the story. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Which was and, like what we'll talk about in the next film. <laughs> yeah. And this one is, yeah. And yeah, like the next film kind of has like a, I guess a good balance of both where, and then right. where they finally kind of, where they where both worlds finally kind of collide in the next film too, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, this one does too a little bit. Obviously, when you tell you know, like when you were talking about when she gets shot at the end and she's murdered, but and the fawn is, <laughs> yeah. you know, the fawn disappears. Oh, thanks, fawn. You know, no help at all. Yeah, I mean, he wanted to fucking stab her baby brother anyway. The dude was a weirdo. He was a freak, <laughs> and she made him up in his mind. So imagine, the, you know, because that's just the weirdo she's been dealing with. Yeah. But yeah, like. Uh, it's also, but yeah, it, that's also another crazy thing, right? It's like, that's like, so she just gets shot in the belly and as she's dying, she's just like, oh, I still have to make up the fact that, oh, that's all I needed was that's a blood, blood sacrifice. Now I can go see my mom and my dad yeah. and the Fonz right there calling me a princess. And it's like watching it this, this time, like again, I was just like, oh my God. I was like, that's fucking sad. <laughs> it is that, sad. I'm all, that's is, fucking super yeah. depressing because like. That little girl, she did nothing to anyone throughout this whole movie. <laughs> yeah, she you know was what I mean? there. Like, she, like, literally did not, like, and that Mercedes girl cut that fool's face. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she was, like, stealing from him, spying on him. Like, literally all those rebels were in the woods yeah. ruining his life. And he was just quick to shoot her. And he never was quick to shoot anybody else. Yeah. He always let them run yeah. away. He's like, just capture them. Oh, he did shoot that one. The He, he did shoot the doctor. The other guy that the people that were uh, searching for. Uh, oh ducks yeah, or but the, whatever. that was kind of like one of those movie scenes, or the the rabbit guy, the rabbit. Yeah, yeah, that the was rabbit, sort of one so. of those movie scenes to show how evil he is. Yeah, it was just one of those things to be like, especially because he searches the bags and he finds the rabbits, and he's like, next time search this shit better, so I don't have to kill people. Yeah, like you know. Yeah, it is one sort of those of, movie. It was like making a guys. point to his guys too to be like making a point who, to the audience more yes, so than yes, you know. To us, but yeah, I always thought that was a little heavy-handed too. Just like it is to show how evil this guy is, because I don't know, you kind of you kind of get it like right away. Yeah, just absolutely. the way he's acting with the mother, you know. He yeah, didn't, he didn't have to like shoot those guys, like the the rabbit hunters, even though it, those guys might have just been like pretending too. You know, they just had those rabbits to say they were like you know. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where you don't know. Yeah, yeah, you don't could, know. So, he, they could have yeah. been part of the you know the rebels or they could not have been right yeah or actually saying what they're doing but i kind of have i kind of have a feeling that they were part of like the revolution you know i mean i'm sure they were why why else would anybody be around there right like that's yeah, why he has that spot because yeah. it's all secluded and yeah stuff. they know where it's at they yeah. knew not to go would not would know not to go around there you know hunting yeah and shit like that especially how late at night it is too but yeah but that like because that part because again when you know you see that part and you're like oh yeah this was crazy he'll kill anybody yeah that chick literally cuts him in the face and he's just like, don't shoot her, grab her, bring her to me. You know, he should have just had him. Sh- they could have all just opened fire on the on, on her and she would have. I don't know. Maybe wanted more information out of her or something. Uh, yeah, torture, maybe. But. That's true, I guess. But yeah. if he would have killed her, he would have got all those rebels to attack him for sure. <laughs> yeah. And he would have been able to take him out. But uh, what was it? What, what were we talking about? <laughs> how evil he was? Yeah, how evil he was. How I guess. We oh, kinda, oh no! I was just saying how it sucks that she died, and there was no reason yes. for her to die because she didn't do anything to anybody. She I don't know where a, the hell was she gonna go? <laughs> she did live. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, oh, I guess nobody the, even wanted to take her ass away from there. Yeah. Like Mercedes was just like, yeah, I'm gonna come back for you. Like I gotta well, go do she some did. shit. <laughs> 
But of course she well she, did, she was she, gone. Well she tried to take her. Yeah. She obviously did try to take yeah. her, but still it's just funny. Yeah, that I guess first, she would have went with Mercedes, obviously. At first she's just like I but again, but that's true, like what would she do? Like live out in the woods with these rebels, like spy yeah. like pretending to be a spy with her, you know I mean, what I mean? I guess so. Well they killed the guy anyway, so they would have been I guess fine by that time. Well yeah, they could have just lived there. But you know, there there is more of those those army people. It's yeah. not just them. And but they he's even, the leader, right? Like he's like the. I mean, I'm sure of that, like that, uh, that particular area. faction okay. or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah. I'm sure they have other like generals of like little army things. But who knows? I mean, again, I don't know the whole history of it. Yeah. There might have just been like a few who are still holding on to it, and that might have yeah. been them. You know what I mean? Yeah, or he still, wasn't. Or I don't, yeah, I guess I'm just thinking he would be the Hitler. So like, if they took that guy down it takes the whole thing oh down. yeah see i didn't even really yeah. think of it like that i was just thinking of him as like that, that specific just like area a little, yeah a little part like but it, there yeah. a bunch of like like factions have taken over different areas mm. and they're run by different guys yeah. you know what i mean like if i felt like he didn't really run anything mm. <laughs> besides besides there is what mm. i'm saying besides telling those people what to do yeah. and like telling some old ladies to cook them some rabbits you know what i mean is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a pretty Pretty. I mean, I don't know he's a really, don't, he's a really good character in terms of like he was a good evil character. Yeah. Like it, yeah, it's you have his, no sympathy. You feel like yeah, you're just straight up evil guy that you yeah, don't want. which is cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, you need that kind of sometimes for this is a fairy tale again. It's just like kind yeah, of it's just like straightforward. That. But why do you th- yeah? But why do you think he did kill her off though? You know, was it like so she would be with her family finally? Yeah. Or I mean, I guess like that's the whole metaphor, right? Like. The release of her finally being a princess is that, yeah. you know, her, I guess, you know, her family was doomed to die Yeah. either way. Right. Like her mom was obviously going to die. Her dad was dead. Mm-hmm. Um, little brother still alive. Right. Wasn't. Yeah. Right. They, yeah. The Mercedes takes him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like they, yeah. I don't yeah. know why. They would have to yeah. I really don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess it's just that to just be like, oh, now I'm home just with to make my it family. Make more sad. Just more yeah. like, but sort of like, uh, I don't know, like sad, but also I forget the word that now I don't know. I can't think of anything because I don't know because it kind of is a happy ending because she does reunite with her father and mother and all that stuff. Right, and it's also just kind of like yeah, it's like a real. But it's in an afterlife. But yeah, it's not real. But But I'm saying like that. The the idea of it is real. It's raw, baby. It's war. People, you know, little kids. (laughs) Little kids sometimes, unfortunately, get shot in the belly by a psychopath. Yeah. Just straight up, just shot her in the belly. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, not even just, no words. Mm. He's just like, she's over there talking to herself. I'm just going to shoot her in the belly. She's crazy anyway, right? That sucks. Yeah. Um, Listen, ladies, do not date fascists. Uh, you don't want to have your kids are gonna have to deal with them. You're gonna be you're gonna you're gonna be fine. You're just gonna be creating more. <laughs> your kids are gonna have to deal with them, and that's no good. Yeah. And Gilman del Toro is telling us right here and right now, don't do it, ladies. Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, you want to do last thoughts uh, on the yeah, pan's labyrinth? I mean, I don't know unless there's anything else you want to kind of. Uh, no, I mean the big part was just the mother's part in the in the film where I kind of changed my mind about her. Well, again, and, my uh, thing understood too, her a little more, you know. Yeah, and, my thing you know, too was give, about the the labyrinth thing, and uh, I feel like I kind of changed my own mind about it a little bit, yeah. a little bit, you know. Or I get but, why he did it. Yeah, but just the execution still just doesn't sit right with with me. I get, you know, like I feel that 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 that's kind of the same thing with me. Yeah. But I oh, actually, I, there is one something I really want to talk about. Okay, is the sound design in this is really great. Yeah, uh, every like crunch and like. <laughs> 
like step fine crunching well like you know if he's like just walking on stuff just like the every slice every like kind of like bam every like uh, like gunshot Mm. it's very it's just very like uh i don't know it's just very prominent and i really this like watch i was like oh yeah like the sound design is really like even that like the the fairy kind of like flapping its wings mm-hmm. it, it was just the Robert Duvall fart everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was just the whole, yeah it was, <laughs> it was just very like uh I don't know I just liked how much it it added to the sort of dark atmosphere it just really like made things like pop where there was no yeah. um it, it made it again it brought that realism 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 to it yeah it wasn't just so like fantasy sounds and like mm-hmm. like you said foley sounds it was yeah. it felt very like real and just yeah, very okay. like violent and sort of loud you mm-hmm. know which you know i didn't really notice the first time kind of i watched it okay so or at least when the the previous times i watched i was i noticed a little yeah. more here and it made the experience a little more better a little more better it made its experience better mm-hmm. than it, previous watches yes. i will say okay. um but it still is um but in terms of my last thoughts, I, it still is something that, like you said, I, I the execution of it, Del Toro, we love you. You're, you know, you're you're great. But I do feel like there is part of you that, you know, you have this sort of thing uh, where it's it, it it can be something great. It, it yeah. can be something, and there's the aspects and the and the elements and the ingredients there, but it's never like pushed there. I mean, I know we're probably gonna get. I'm at least myself was gonna get a lot of shit for this, but yeah. I think Shape of Water is a better film than this because I feel like he really captured that idea of what like his idea of like horror and the, the sort of romance and the sort of like fantasy and everything was really done there where it's like I like that whole movie mm-hmm. and I really like that it's like um, it's as violent as it is it's as real as it is but it still has that like yeah. you know you have to s- suspend disbelief to, to think that she's going to have sex with that fish man you know what I'm saying <laughs> and here um, you know there is hey, a little bit the of that. Fishman had no trouble at all. <laughs> I know he was. I mean, he's getting. Laid. I mean, I wish I was a fishman. Is what I'm saying. At least you know he's getting laid more than. <laughs> Just kidding. No, no, that fishman got nothing on me. Just kidding again. Anyway, guys, what I was saying, what I'm saying about um, this film is that it's good, and I really do enjoy it. And I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it three. Uh, two and a half three it's kind of teetering on that mm. um little fairies um because again i own it and i would watch it again i'm just not going to repeatedly watch it but it is something that i can throw on and kind of appreciate and again i appreciate it because of what it did for del toro and what it did for his career because we yeah. want to see theo thrive you know what i'm saying yeah. we want to see him go for the gold and he got the gold with shape of water think about that mm. so yeah, that's my rating on it. Mondo, what are your last thoughts on it? Yeah, it was kind of teetering there, too. Like, like you know, like, Guillermo del Toro, when he talks about something, you, he makes you excited and Absolutely. feel creative about something. Same thing with, like, you know, Kevin Smith sometimes. Like, like he can talk. He sometimes. He can talk a lot more <laughs> than he can actually execute, I think. I, you yes. Know? And Guillermo del that's Toro. Same thing with Steven Soderbergh. You know, Steven like, Soderbergh does really good like analysis on films, but yeah. then his films don't have those things. You yeah, there's analyze. like a weird disconnect yeah. where he's like yeah detached in a weird way, and like Del Toro's there like he can all like he's like right there. There's just like one like little like little little pieces missing throughout that it doesn't make it like you know this movie should we should be like ranting and raving about this film like Pan's Labyrinth like yeah and it, and 
and the, and I don't know why. And there's just something that's missing. Why we're not, but we are. Like I mean, obviously. But again, I but I don't think we even even talked really bad about it. Honestly. Yeah, I, I mean, think we sort of just like gave I, our little criticisms, but it yeah. wasn't like too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's I, just we. Yeah, but you're right. We we but should. But there's something be like, that like where we should really be like you know like wholeheartedly like yeah, yeah fuck yeah this, this is one the of our favorite film. movies yeah. like every, yeah and we can always put it on watch it and stuff like that but but there's always just i don't know there's just like how we talked about last time um where like you know like even pacific rim like it's still like there's just something a little like static about it where it's not yeah it's like almost there it's yeah it just it's doesn't like it go all there. the way like same and, with Hellboy 2 because I really like Hellboy mm-hmm. and Hellboy 2 is good but there's like it's just like it could be great yeah but it's just missing like this thing there's now, like this one little, step like yes. this one like you know obviously kind of integral piece you know that would really make it like oh shit this is like fucking Del Toro you know yeah he just I just feel like he's he's just like a little safe or maybe a little too family friendly sometimes I, w- I will say I feel know? like that's kind of what it is right it, it is more sort of leaning to like uh, Hopefully it'll kind of maybe be mainstream family friendly, but also like sort of be genre. Yeah. But like a little he, more gory, a little more just right. like, I don't know, something. I don't know. Some, I, there's something, but yeah. But yeah. But yeah, I mean, Del Toro is awesome. I just, you know, I, I want to keep seeing him do work and keep working and stuff exactly. like that. We, we did a Nightmare Alley uh, bonus episode in. It was hard to talk um, bad about it. That was a hell of an alley. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was hard to like, you know, put yeah. it down because you're excited for a new Del Toro. Film. And that one was just so. I don't know. That one just felt safe too. And like, I don't uh, know. Like, no, that did, that one was him not even swinging the bat. Like, you know what I mean? That was him like, bunting it. And that's you know. It was like, yeah, it was like, what was going on? Like, we, like the story was just like all over the place and stuff like that. Even though it's like a remake, but I haven't seen the original. You know. Yeah, same here. But, which it's on the Criterion Collection, by yeah. the way, the Nightmare Alley. The and first there's one? Ru- yeah, there's rumors that. His remake will will be in the collection. I'm fooling my uh, caller right now. Yeah, that's but, uh, you know because I mean we in our episode we literally said that it shouldn't be yeah, in the collection. Yeah, it should not be. Yeah, I don't. It's, I don't it's, see it's, why. Like it's very much like the lesser Del Toro. Like yeah. in a lot of ways, it's um, really paint by numbers Del Toro, where it's yeah. just like it's someone else like you know painting it. You know. Yeah. But in Del Toro, did you give style. it a rating? Uh, no, I didn't. I uh, I'll I'll. I'll I don't know. I'll give it a two just because it's not like, like I feel like it has so much potential that it just doesn't live up, live up, live up to. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also, you know, and you know, with saying that just real quick, it also, because it has so much hype behind it. Yeah. There is so much love for it and stuff behind it that like, you know, like I'm not hating that, you know, I'm glad people love it. Of course not. But but that, but that adds to it a little bit, you know, you know, and my taste, you know, I mean, this is what we do, right? We're not, I'm not trying to project anyone else's taste but mine. Oh, yeah, we're uh, just giving, yeah, so, of course. It's know. just what we think. And, and again, so don't come at me, all yeah. right? And because, and again, because I, I, I'm pretty sure there's people who are just like, what? Like, listening to this, being like, you yeah. guys don't fucking like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and, for I, sure. and, I, and I can imagine why. Yeah. But it's okay. Yeah. We can dis, we can agree to disagree. And again, we're the, we're the leaders of this call anyway. So you just shut up and listen. <laughs> it reminds me of like, uh, when Bart's looking at the world's Waldo book and he finds Waldo really quick. And you know, it's like we went through the labyrinth pretty quick because it was just a straight line. You know? Yeah. 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 We did. We you know? did. We got it. We didn't even, He's honestly, we didn't even really experience a labyrinth. Yeah. There was really no kind of like twists and turns, yeah. but that's okay. I don't want to keep going on about yeah. this. Del Toro, yeah, we yeah. love you. Yeah. Uh, right now, we're going to get into my pick, The Fall, baby. Oh. All right. We're going to be talking about my 
pick for the Criterion Collection, and it's going to be the fall, baby, 2006. Same year. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Yeah, that is kind of crazy. Didn't even realize yeah. that. Yeah. Didn't even realize that. I don't even think I realized that ever <laughs> until right now. Yeah. Um, it was that, oh, earlier, actually, when we were rewatching the fall. Ah. I was like, oh, shit. That's right, when we were yeah, when we like, talked about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. The Fall, 2006, directed by Tarsim Singh. Uh, sometimes just go goes by Tarsim, uh, but I think he just barely started doing his full name. Um, again, we're reading this uh, uh, synopsis from Letterboxd. A little blessing in disguise. In a hospital on the outskirts of 1920s Los Angeles, an injured stuntman begins to tell a fellow patient, a little girl with a broken arm, a fantastic story about five mythical heroes. Thanks to his fractured state of mind and her vivid imagination, the line between fiction and reality starts to blur as the tale advances. And who do we got in this, you're wondering? Well, we got Lee Pace. Oh, I almost fell asleep right there. (laughs) We got Lee Pace as Roy Walker slash the Black Bandit. Uh, Kantinka Untaru as Alexandra. We got Jetu Verma as the Indian slash Orange Picker. Marcus Wesley as Ota Benga slash Ice Delivery Man. Leo Bill as Darwin slash Orderly. Uh, Julian Bleach, Mystic slash Orange Picker. Um, and then we got like some other people too. Uh, we got Robin Smith as Luigi, the one-legged actor. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, some other people who go in and out of it. But, you know, mostly we're talking about Lee Pace. We're talking about the little girl. Yeah. Um, uh, Con... Katinka, C-A-T-N, C-A-T-I-N-C-A, Katinka, Katinka, Katinka. Uh, I'm gonna try to remember that and pronounce that right. Hopefully, because she's uh, great in this. We're talking about the fall. I'm bringing the fall, right? And what we and what we watched this on was a DVD. Why you're wondering? Well, because it's unavailable to stream anywhere. So that's gonna be right off the bat my first argument for this film. You can't stream it anywhere. It's not available on Blu-ray. You can, can you just get it, it on DVD if, if you can find it on DVD. But you can stream it. Um, I, I do have some bad news, uh, some really sad news to announce. Okay, so in the process of recording this, uh, some news was released that supposedly, and then again, this isn't an official news, it's just some people on Twitter, and you know how that is, um, that Tarsim actually got the rights back to the fall. Uh, that's the reason why it hasn't really been able to be uh, streamed or anything like that. He wasn't able to get the rights, and it was He's probably holding just, on to it. Well, it was probably just in some vault somewhere that no one cared in his about. His vault. <clears throat> well, he didn't have it. Oh, okay. So he just oh, barely got the rights. He just got back. it recently. Okay, yes, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. So he barely got the rights back, and he doesn't have a way to distribute it. Fucking and Fincher and Spike Jones holding that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bastards. They. It's funny because it just says it's presented by them. Yeah, didn't they didn't say had, produced or anything. I think just, they just said like, "Hey, we'd like this." In the IMDb like trivia thing, it just says that that's all they did was just that slap that on. You know, yeah, just to help reason. it, right? Yeah, I guess yeah. because at the time they were, yeah. you know, those were the guys. Yeah, and so I'm sure just in a, you know, in, back then the trailer when you saw like presented by David Fincher, Spike Jones, you're like, "Cool, Fight Club, being John Malkovich." Yeah, but so. He barely got the rights back to it. Whoever had it before was keeping it, wasn't putting it out. Probably didn't even know they had it. It was just in somewhere in the garage. Somewhere. Yeah. So he was fair. able to get it back. Apparently. That's, he, where he did, that's where he finally got it back at some garage sale. He's yes, like, he did. He got the rights back, baby. Yeah. like that. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And then he went to the. Apparently. This is what they're saying on film Twitter, but we know how those idiots are. Yeah. Apparently he's saying um, 
apparently they're saying that he actually approached Criterion to be like, hey, can you release this for me? I finally got the rights back to it, this film. Can you release it? I, I need help distributing some kind of new release for it. And they said no. Now It's because he asked for $100 million. And again, we don't know that, <laughs> but it's quite possible that he might have asked for a lot of money for it because, you know, Criterion does have to pay for the rights to these things in order yeah. to do the whole uh, cleanup of it, do the color correction, the whole, shebang, you the know? whole thing. Add the you know get the new special features all that shit, but they have to pay for it. And again, I don't know if he asked for too much. I don't even know if this is a true story. We still have we still haven't seen. I still haven't seen any kind of official thing about it. Yeah. But I'm still here to make my argument for it because I still think Criterion they're gonna buckle once they hear this episode. <laughs> they're gonna buckle because they're gonna hear. This is gonna be the push it. they need. Exactly. This is gonna be the push off the ledge. And they're gonna write that check. Yeah. And they're gonna say, you know what, Jordan, you're right. Here's the check to Tarsim. Everyone wins. Uh, yeah, and yeah. David Fincher and Spike Jones lose. Yeah, you're really setting the Lee pace here for this one. <laughs> so the fall, all right. Um, what is this about? So we read the synopsis, but I, I really want to say what I think it's about, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a stuntman who, um, during a stunt, decides that he wants to maybe kind of hurt himself because the leading lady who he was dating is starting to see the leading man who he's a stunt double of. Mm-hmm. In the hospital, he meets this little girl, um, just kind of running around being quirky. She drops a note through a window, and it ends up on his lap. She goes to get it. And, you know, he just kind of starts at first. I feel like he just like likes her. You know, it's company, right? Like, he just thinks, like, she's, yeah. like, kind of funny. And so he's just like, oh, like. And, uh, you know, like, she doesn't know who he is. So exactly. it's, like, yeah. a clean slate, I guess. Exactly. And he doesn't have to, like, be all woeful with his problems to her. Yeah. Like, everyone else keeps going in there and being like, hey, you got to. Cut out the suicide stuff, yeah. buddy. <laughs> like, they're literally <laughs> just telling him like that. Yeah. Like, just so, like, nonchalant. Like, hey, just stop with the suicide yeah. stuff, man. Because he's literally just like, hey, like, I'm doing this life insurance. What happens if I die? They're like, hey, just shut up about the suicide, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, they're not even really caring. They're not going to die. Shut yeah, up. Yeah, they don't really care. And but so, he is like, going to be crippled probably the rest of his life, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's why he's like, yeah. And that's so that's that's even another that's, point why which is which is great which is one thing that I, I don't know if a lot of people appreciate about this film but it, it, it is all these things are subtle right they're not just being told to you yeah. you know I think like that's again when the I think it was just the volume on the DVD <laughs> well the volume sucked <laughs> yeah yes but also everything was going on we had the washer we had the dryer we <laughs> had was a, cooking the, some noodles a fan there was the door open with the train going through there was a lot yeah. of noise <laughs> it was <laughs> <laughs> but. So like, and then even like the the actor who has the fake leg, when he's telling him, he's like, look, like he kind of is telling him, like, look, I, I make a living, I'm getting jobs all the time, yeah. like this, and that's sort of another hint that like, and he's, he's old, t- and that guy's older too, yeah. so it's like obviously, you know, it's not the end of his life. Yeah, you know, he's because- like sort of telling him, like, look, you'll be fine. Yeah. I'm getting work. It's you know, you're gonna be good. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, and so like, and so really, it's about this guy who's going through that depression, right? He's going yeah. through a, a breakup, and he meets this young girl. And eventually he kind of like, oh, like he notices that she's kind of like a little thief. That's another thing that's not even really uh, pounded on you, right? Yeah. Just like she just kind of takes stuff. She's got a little box of trinkets and stuff that she just grabs from places. Mm -hmm. Like she'll just like, you know, she likes to like lick the ice. Like immediately he's like, the things you stole? He's like, no, they gave it to me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's what I mean, because he kind of sees that in her. So he decides like, hey, if I tell her this story, I can maybe convince her to give me some morphine. A whole bottle of morphine. Do you think that's the thing? He thinks about immediately? No, not he, immediately. Yeah. I think he just realizes that because she just like wants to hear a story that he realizes, oh, I can use that 
Not till later where he does he like. Not till when he really starts to really get depressed. Yeah. yeah. When he really starts to just because, be like. Yeah, he doesn't really necessarily. He's not really. He's not using her for anything. No, no, not at in first. The, in no, the beginning, yeah. like, he's just kind all, of like telling just, that story because she's like kind of there and yeah. he's like he's just like oh like this it's is. It's like a know. very organic relationship. But I but it's say. also again because that's it's also like about that depression right that he's having but it really is again about the film is about storytelling right it's about uh, the part the parts like. A storyteller and the participation of the person who's listening to the story or experiencing the story. Yeah. And like, you know, so at like one point, you know, and he's sort of like telling her like all these bad things in the story and like all these bad things are happening because he himself is going through this like really bad yeah. like moment. And she's just like, no, and like, please, no, don't kill this person. Don't do this. Like, I don't yeah. like that. And he's just like, oh, this is my story. And she goes, no, it's mine, too. And like at that point, that's true because yeah. she's basically in the audience like she's his only audience pretty mm -hmm. much for that story that he's been making up and he's been kind of like you know uh bringing her into it and they've mm -hmm. been like been you know like they've been making it up together pretty much yeah. going through it together and so like that's sort of like the idea of like um with uh or like film or questions the decisions of the characters too. right right yes and which you know like which like obviously like you know someone like i guess the writer would be him you know and right like but he's going this certain way and you know obviously the audience doesn't want it to go that way and, and i don't even think it's really that because it is that but it, it's also the fact that like it, it's more so like you know you don't need to kind of like uh like go just completely that route it just because right like uh, there is an audience that is going to experience these things so maybe you can have some sort of like happy endings and maybe you can add these things and things that like go through you know what i mean it doesn't have to be completely but, grim and yeah. i don't know if that like says anything about his particular career tarsim's career because i know mm -hmm. like the cell was a pretty like mm -hmm. pretty grim film it's not yeah. like a happy film it's not a comedy or anything in any sense yeah. other word it's very like horrific and this one is more light-hearted it's mm -hmm. more kind of like and i feel like you know like who knows maybe like that little girl is the audience kind of like hey man like take it down a notch like we don't need to see all that like you know what i mean it's our story too like yeah we like maybe want to see something yeah sure there can be sadness there can be some stuff that's dark but like in terms of a storytelling like telling a story you want to kind of include everyone which i think is why you know it's, it talks about stuntmen and like everyone involved is just like part of the story you know even the people that are in your life when you're just in the hospital Right, mm -hmm. the orderlies and the people yeah. that are around, they're like part of your story. Uh, even if you don't even really notice, you know, because they're just in that daily life. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the cashiers that I see at the liquor store all the time that I go to are, at yeah, seven there's are part of my story. Yeah, part of your right. story and yeah. other people's stories. And also exactly. they're part of their, their own story. Right. Where they're, you know, where they're the main character. Exactly. You know, and, and yeah, it like, yeah, this movie like I has a good balance of, you know of that fairy of you know that fairy tale aspect of where like they are kind of just like you know it's something obviously you make up as you go along and stuff and it turns into right. something and it can you know go different ways of like you know how the reader or like you know the the listener is reacting to it and how the little girl reacts to the stories and yeah. how she becomes like somewhat of like uh, you know, she becomes part of the story too later on, right? And like a, a character of you know not just like you know the real world, but of the, this fairy tale that this guy is like this epic that this guy is sharing with her. You know, get away from what's going on where they're at this hospital where it's kind of like open and free and stuff. But I mean, obviously, it's still a hospital. It's not always like you know, it's it, not a it's, fun. It, it's it, not always a fun place to be. It's a movie you know? hospital. Yeah. 
Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, that's why she can just run around and do all yeah. that stuff. Like, that's. And you throw can't do oranges that. at the priest. Yeah, you can't do just that like in a real Handing hospital. her the orange. Yeah. Just like shaking his head. Like, everyone would just be like, oh, hey, you're just here yeah. being a weirdo. Like, pat her on the head. They would be like, yeah. what are you doing? Where are you? Where do you belong? Like, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, stay in your bed. They literally would not allow her to just lay with this random stranger guy yeah. and, like, you know. <laughs> yes, but it never gets like weird like that or oh like, no no, no. Know, I, like, yeah. i'm not i'm not saying that yeah. i'm just saying that no like, i know but I'm in, just in, saying in the real world like, it, it's very it, much a movie hospital movie hospital rules yeah you know but but, but it still it doesn't feel fake or anything but it like you said it, it's 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 doing a great balance of that line between the fantasy and the realism right yeah. like in the real world and, and yeah you know and going in and out and through everything and like you know obviously you know making the hospital look one a certain way you know obviously of that right. time mm-hmm. but also the fantasy world looks so like you know wild like but also, you know, real, like, I, like, just like, I guess, obviously, one of the big things is the, in the fairy tale land fantasy part is the vibrant colors. Right. You know, and there's, I mean, it's, it's always like a big, big color. Like, you know, nothing is like, it's like, it was, if there's like three colors, it would be like one big thing, like, you know, and they're all separated by one, like three different colors, you know? Right. It's yeah. like, it's really like, uh, has this like, I don't know, like sort of like a, I obviously, uh, uh, was it this like, I don't know, this sort of like fantastical look, but also like, I don't know, just, it just defines what, you know, what the fantasy world looks like and what the real world looks like. And it's, uh-huh. you know, and their clothes and stuff like that too, obviously. And the, and the characters in it, cause it's not really using other characters, but in some parts it does from the real world or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and it's all practical too. Yeah, it's all real stuff that they use mostly. You know, like it's never. There may be some CGI here and there, but it's yeah. never like everything is very much what you're seeing like in on camera. screen. Yeah. yeah, in camera is very much what you get. And also, this the world, uh, the fairy world, the fantastic world is like vast, like it's huge. Yeah, and obviously the you know the real world is closed in because they're, they're in this hospital. Right. Even though it's like they're not like in small quarters, but like they kind of have like. Uh, high ceilings and stuff but like obviously there's no ceilings in this world because they're always like outside and like you know in like some other world i i really i so when i first saw this movie i bought the dvd because you know i saw you know i saw it was literally i i it was because it said it was presented by david fincher and spike (laughs) jones oh yeah you fell for it i done got got but i was kind of glad i was kind of happy i remember you know i was showing people around that time like uh that i bought on dvd like kind of being like oh this is like this is one of those films that like, oh, I don't think people are going to like, I don't think you're going to necessarily like on the first watch. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because it is kind of slow. It is kind of like a, a kind of like a certain pace that it moves at. And it takes a little minute, a little bit for you to kind of like, not necessarily understand what's happening, but sort of see where the story is supposed to be. Right. Like it's sort yeah, of going just, or like, yes, yeah. like what's, yeah, what's going on? Like, yeah. Other than, you know these people in the hospital right right because it shows that beginning of the whole like the accident but you don't know that that's what that is you know what i mean you're not really that's in black and white yeah you know it's like really artsy looking i mean even like the whole film is like you know very like has like a stylized look to everything right it's 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 very much the visual right and that's another thing about the film too is that that's what it's about right the visual of storytelling like the imagination of that little girl is what you're seeing Right. Mm -hmm. That's I don't think that's his imagination. I don't think that's what he's seen. I literally think it's what that little girl sees and all that vibrant colors and stuff. And, you know, you think about it, you know, her story is like she literally saw her dad 
get killed and her house get burned down. Yeah. And she's running around there, cheerful, writing notes, being great. This would just lost his girl. <laughs> and he's over here like trying to kill himself and be all depressed. And again, I'm not trying to say that like, you know, if, if, if you are going through something and that's, you know, a relationship problems, I'm not trying to say that's not monumental or that's not valid to feel sad about that. But what I'm saying is that, like, you know, it's sort of like a perspective thing, right? Yeah, it puts it's like, like that your idea. problems in perspective. Right. Of, uh, like, you know, you can, uh, and I, and a I way to deal with them a little bit more and not make them so, like, get it, the end of the world. Because this little girl has gone through a lot of shit and she yeah. seems uh, not necessarily fine, but she's like, you know, right. she's still like, she's, she's, she's not moping around. She's, she's like, surviving. You know, she's. She's moving. Yeah. She's moving through through life. Yeah. And again, because it's I not think stopping her. Yeah, exactly. And I and again, because I think we're seeing her, uh, you know, even the, the fact that she's working and picking oranges, she's having fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? She doesn't care about that. But like, I think we're seeing her imagination. And, and again, the fact that she is so, you know, just, you know, even when they're dying, it's so vibrant and beautiful mm. because she doesn't like want to, you know, that's her imagination. She doesn't ever want to see the horrors that she has actually seen. Yeah. Where this guy's over here just like, well, look at my girlfriend left me. Yeah. Everything sucks. We got it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like it, causing more problems. Than, right. You know. Yes. And he's like trying to take his own life when people are just like, hey, man, like, you know, you don't really need to do that. I mean, they're not doing it in the best way, but they're they're sort of just like, just forget about suicide. You're right. fine. Everything's going to be fine. Like, you know, and it's just like, yeah, like, I get it. That stuff sucks, yeah. but it's not the end of the world. And there are literally bigger problems. This little girl has bigger problems than, than yeah than and that, that's and a that's like, a kind of another thing too is like you know the little girl never she never like you know makes or like puts attention on her broken arm it's yeah. one of those things where like you know someone else or like would have like you know been moping around because they had a broken arm or something like that and like yeah would have really like used it as a crutch but it's also Dude. not even really like a, a story point of how it happened. Yeah. She, she just mentions it. Oh, you know, she was picking oranges yeah, and, and she fell. fell. Yeah. There's never really like this thing. Like, obviously, until she does fall again, that it becomes kind of this yeah. uh, this rehashing of all the, the bad stuff that she's yeah, experienced. Yeah, the trauma. Which is it's the like, falling and then like their it dad. It triggers like yeah. uh, a trauma for her, right. obviously. Yeah. yeah, but like, yeah, it's never like a thing. It's never like this huge story point yeah. where it's just like where his thing is. But I think like that's kind of the thing, right? It's like because, but also he like caused all these things too, right? Of right. How, that's what I mean. How yeah, he reacted to, uh, you know, him finding out like exactly his girlfriend like kind of like you know cheating on him, I guess, and like yes. going with the the main actor, right? Not the stunt him, the like stunt he double. yeah, and he had a choice. His yeah. uh, her dad unfortunately didn't like people were just yeah. burning down his house and stealing his shit, yeah, and he got shot. And uh, I think this is like it's called such white a, privilege, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> I think this is such a great uh, a, a, a movie because it has that aspect of storytelling, where it's just like you you know you you can you start off and you're just like oh damn like you know me as a young a young person watching this that's sort of what I gravitated towards at first was the whole him being depressed about the girl thing, uh -huh. where it's like oh this is such a cool like idea that like you know like. He's dealing with his depression in this kind of way. It was never really like the little girl was just like cute and she was like cool and stuff. And like, I understood why like they had her there, but it was never really about her for me when I first watched this film. Mm -hmm. And in these recent like watches, it is more so like about like I'm seeing more so about like her trauma and that stuff where I'm just, yeah. oh, yeah, like it's her. Like, yeah, I get like that. He's depressed about that. And that does suck. And, and I understand that. But that has to me like the fall is. Yeah, it's not him. It's her. It's not his fault. 
Yeah. It's her fault. Mm-hmm. Like that's what's the what what like is what it's yeah. about. Like I'm you glad, know what I mean? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up too because of how like because I really didn't think of like whose perspective it, perspective it's from, you know. Yeah. But obviously, yeah, it is little girls because right when he starts telling the story, or not right when he like it's the second day I think when he tells her to come back and you're like, right. You know, well, I mean, he does tell her like that little quick thing of Alexander and the yeah. great ones yeah. like being lost like the first time. Yeah. And she, so I feel like she's the one who starts seeing that. Yeah. Like, that's what she. Yeah, you know what definitely. I mean? but, but also they give you that uh, part too where he's like, okay, close your eyes. Yeah. So what oh, do yeah. you see? And she's all nothing. Oh, you know? yeah, and, yeah. That, and that's a really good, good like point, too, is like, you know, it's like her like honesty really helps tell the story, too. You know, yeah, it's, like, it's also you know, because yeah, I don't see anything. You yeah, know, like, it's also because he's not telling a story at that moment. Yeah. So of course, she's not going to see. Anything. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah. OK, now rub your eyes. And like yeah. you see the stars and like, yeah, you know how you get like that kind of like. Right. You know, yeah, and yeah. like so, yeah, it really like does bring you that it is her perspective of how like he's t- like, you know, of. Uh, how she's interpreting his story that he's telling yeah you know? because he I, I you know and and again not at first but after a while he's sort of telling it in this sort of spiteful way mm-hmm. because you know when when she brings angry, yeah. when she brings the morphine but it's not the full bottle yeah he's just kind of like all right i'll finish the story and he kind of just says it like whatever mm-hmm. begrudgingly yeah and she's like no why do they do that and she's mm-hmm. just sort of kind of being like mm-hmm. wait what like yeah you know like why and you know some of the characters even like end up being her being like mm-hmm. what or whatever yeah and so it, it's i can't imagine that his imagination is that you know i can only imagine that she's the one mm-hmm. because she's so vibrant and happy yeah where his depression is keeping him like from he's just like kind of just saying it and yeah, but she's more she so tell. like seeing this thing like oh yeah. like this is what like this is like because she's always oh you always you always stop at the parts where it's very beautiful like you know and like and it's getting yeah. good like yeah. because she's seen that like yeah. and even the part that he stops at is not even anything mm. but she's <laughs> like but she's seen it as like such like this beautiful like yeah. vast thing which is like crazy because that's her imagination yeah. and, like all that those are places like you know most people have never been before i've never yeah. seen and she's you know she's thinking of that that's what she yeah. sees in that world and so like yeah it's like a great and again because when i again you know it's just like nice to see that when I was younger, I loved this movie, mm. but I loved it from the perspective of the white man because I was a dumb little man, a <laughs> dumb, little, a dumb boy. little white man. Back I then. was, <laughs> I was, and I've grown, and I realized like, oh, like it's kind of better to watch this film from her perspective. It's, yeah. it's a, it makes the film a lot. It, it just you know because she's so good in this movie. Everyone's good in this film, but she's like fantastic, and yeah. in, in the way that she's able to sort of be so natural as we've talked about yeah and kind of deliver these lines where you're just like oh yeah that's just like a little girl being a little girl yeah like they're and, and you know she's a foreign um she's a foreign she's a foreigner so she's not from <laughs> she's foreigner. <laughs> but but you know what i mean like she's like not, she, she she doesn't understand uh like you know when he says like moving pictures and yeah. things like that she doesn't understand that because that's not what she's used to where yeah. she's from and so like so she's always like what huh like that it's but a lot of that is also because she just doesn't understand the lines. But it feels yeah. so natural that you don't see that. It's never, it's yeah, never bad it makes acting. Sense. It's never, they make yeah. it work and make sense in the film. And <laughs> I guess I shouldn't have called her a foreigner. That, that is so horrible. Yeah. I guess that's like <laughs> just, literally what some right-wing person would yeah. call it. I didn't mean that. Yeah. I'm so sorry. She's she's obviously not from America <laughs> is what I meant. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong yeah, with that. She's, <laughs> that's yeah, not she's a from a different thing. country. And obviously, yeah. like, you know, there's a... 
you know, like a, a line between like them, like a, what is it called? A, a language barrier. Yeah, a language barrier. Yeah, between yeah. Them. And then also because, yeah. it, it, you know, it takes place in the 1920s. And yeah. at that time, it was like not everyone knew that, you know, nowadays, even if you are from another country, you can kind of say movies and people yeah. know what that is. Yeah. At that time, he's saying like, oh, you know, the pictures. You know, yeah. the moving pictures. Yeah. And to her, she's probably just like, what? That, like, yeah, that's also a new thing. You yeah. Know? It's not so, yeah, obviously, she's not going to maybe get it. Right. Especially at her age, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, like her performance where, like, she does feel like, you know, she's, like, she doesn't know what's going on, but it 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 doesn't feel just, it doesn't feel disingenuine. It feels, like, really real and organic, and their relationship, how it develops, like, really... You know, it really builds. It's not ever. It, I don't ever feel like it's forced or anything like that. You know, where he like he's trying to like you know really connect with her. You know, like it's always yeah. The little girl is just yeah. Like, she's like run runs back to him and yeah. Then he eventually kind of is like oh maybe I can like yeah. ask her to like take stuff for me. Yeah. It's n- yeah you're right. It's never like some like Spielberg thing. Yeah, it's, it's never, never like, or, it's never, or like it's, it doesn't feel contrived. It's not like Jerry know? Maguire or something. Yeah, where he's like, just all of a sudden. You know how the eight pound the head is. <laughs> It's like no kid, get away. Fucking lip Nikki. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like it's not. It's never. It, she doesn't have like some stupid kidsy line like and that. And it's or, also like cute, but it's not like cutesy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like, it is so like you know natural and like yeah. you know just like she just. But being, you're never. She's just curious and precocious yes. and like all these kind of like you know cute cute things. Right. You know, but obviously it's not like, you know, like some John Hughes thing. Like, I'm right. Not, where it's like I'm she's not, not saying some like cute line or doing something like quirky or something. Like or something. Yeah. yeah. She's literally just being natural and because she's just so charming herself. Yeah. As a little girl, you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, like yeah. that's, you know, and you, like, you kind of see, uh, you know, Lee Pace Roy's char- character fall for it, you know, and like, yeah. And like, you know, smile at when she's doing stuff like this. And like, right. You know, when she, because she's being real. Yeah. She's not being cutesy, and so he's like laughing at them, like, "Oh, okay, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I like you're not like, yeah, you're just yeah. like not some like snot nosed kid, yeah, being like, give me something. Like, yeah. she's just kind of like, oh, like, just tell me a story. Like, yeah. I'm just right here hanging out, yeah. like, you know, like, yeah, she didn't no... ask for it. You just like promised her that, and yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, she wants, you know, she more. literally just went back to get her note. Yeah, that's it. And then when he was just like, oh, like, yeah, I, I read that gibberish. Like, not gibberish. It's written in English. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, like, it, like the way she responds to that is just like, yeah, it's just yeah. like so adorable because yeah. she's just so natural. Mm-hmm. And like, there's not, like you said, there's no like line that like she needed to be like, oh, like I'm sassy. Yeah. Or something like, mm-hmm. you know, she didn't need to like explain that. It just mm-hmm. comes off as her. And then again, like you said, like Lee Pace, you can tell he naturally kind of, well, at least his character obviously yeah. is naturally like kind of like, oh, like, yeah, yeah. she's not going to bother me. She doesn't yeah. bother me. And he's she's falling actually, for it. Yeah. Too, she's all like, know? she's actually kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He enjoys, chilling. he enjoys her company when, yeah. you know, when he's not fucking all because he Mr. has Mr. Depression. Yeah. Know? Cause he has like that old guy with no, that takes out his teeth and then yeah. he has that old like stuck up guy. Yeah. Who's just fucking yelling. Yeah. Who's just always like complaining like yeah. about like things that are wrong yeah. with him. He's yeah. like a hyper, what is it? Hypochondriac. Yeah. 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 Cause like that one point where he's just like, he's like, you're not sick. He's all just giving you sugar because he yeah. steals. Right, that's what it is, right? That he yeah, steals he, the pills and he tries to take them all, and then he realizes, like, oh, it's nothing. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah nothing like, happened to him. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, they're just giving he's you just sugar. A old, yeah, he's just a fucking yeah. He's just a piece of shit that yeah. is yelling at everyone in his family when they come and visit him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah which is you know happens happened a lot in nineteen twenties. Happens a lot now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so throwing my whiskey bottle at the door. <laughs> yeah. So so that's so storytelling, filmmaking. 
uh, a lot of reasons. Uh, the fact that it's not even being distributed anywhere. But I mm. think, really, for me, it's just a, you know it, it's 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 one of the great MySpace movies. <laughs> yeah, I, we didn't talk about that yet. Oh yeah. But it really is because it was it was around that time. It was you know when I, I, I when when I was living in the Hacienda house that was like the MySpace movie boom, mm-hmm. and that was like. A, I feel like this movie was like a movie that had so many cool screenshots. You can throw up on your MySpace and people are like, what is that? What the hell is that? Yeah, yeah. what movie is that? That's yeah, you sick. Know? And you're just like, well, you know, it's presented by David Fincher, Spike Jones. Yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've heard of them yes. too, but they do some pretty interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Fight Club, being <laughs> John Malkovich. Yeah. And so I feel like this, it, 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 it's one of those movies. It's, it, it, I feel like that it, it, if, if it was released on Criterion, it would like spark that kind of like everyone would be like, oh, I like this movie. Yeah. And it would like have this like new life. You know what I mean? Like where it's like where no one ever like listens to the refuse and all of a sudden they're like, oh, we're playing again. Everyone's like, oh, they're my favorite band. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, no, you know, no one, I've never, no one ever cares about pavement or something. And they're just like, hey, we're playing again. And I was like, oh, that's, but that's been my favorite band forever. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, yeah, I, I, you yeah. know? And so, and again, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's fine. You know, give the band a new life. It gives, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's what I'm saying about this film. I feel like that would happen if Criterion released it or, or somebody else. You know, again, we are the Criterion cult, but seeing this, you know, like, Kino Lober, I'm looking at you. <laughs> yeah, Kino Lober, I mean, anything. Shout Factory, uh, yeah, Shout something. Factory, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I mean, Arrow, I think, could even do like a cool little. Yeah, I, I mean, been, anyone could, obviously. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's there for the, like, you know, it's just yeah. there for the taking. Somebody should do it. Hopefully, not, uh, you know, a, a UK or something over oh, there. Yeah. Something we can get in the US. Because, yeah. you know, you never know that that usually can happen too because because there's a lot of great things that are that like radiant and stuff like that that are like you know overseas oh, that yeah, do yeah. that are doing the same thing mm-hmm. but it's just you know it just sucks because it's hard to get it you know for or us. yeah or it's not in the, your language like, uh yeah you have to get like a certain type of a blu-ray yeah. player yeah like, all region yeah, yeah and all region. but also which like, is not that yeah. hard to get but still you know it's expensive <laughs> it's a little expensive and you know we're about that get get it if you can get physical yeah. media if you're about it but you know, we'd like to see stuff that's easy for us to get. Yeah. <laughs> we just want to be able to go to Barnes and Noble and get it. Yeah. Okay, we're privileged suburban people. Yes. <laughs> no, but so I, I think if it was released on Criterion, it would get that second life where everyone would all of a sudden be like, "Oh, this is my favorite movie. This has been my favorite movie." Yeah, I'm surprised where, it took him so long to release. Where this. most people, again, nothing, but nothing wrong with that. That's fine. But but where most people weren't really advocating for it. Yeah. You know. And but but that's what I want to see. So that's I I think it belongs in the collection for a lot of reasons. But that's the main one. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So I don't know, Mondo. What do you think? We should do last thoughts. You want to? You have any more to talk about it? I think we kind of got into some good stuff about it. Yeah. But I really do think there's a lot that we can talk because again, I, I really do feel like it. It is it, in ways that I don't even really know yet. I'd have to like kind of like look deeper into it. Mm-hmm. But I do really. I, I really do feel like it's maybe talking about like in some way like the stress and like depression of like the stuntman at that time or something you know what i mean like because <laughs> yeah. that's that that was a pretty difficult job yeah. like because they were really like being thrown off trains and like shit like mm-hmm. that was like the buster keaton type of like you know like a uh, uh, uh stunts where they're literally just they're putting themselves in harm's way and not yeah. to say that stunt people today aren't doing that but it's a little different well, maybe they have, it's that maybe it is that and it's showing that like they're just they're choosing to put themselves in harm's way obviously but also these other people in other countries are are just living through this because they have to you know right so it's uh you know it's a 
there's a difference between putting yourself there and just living it and yeah you know and it's uh, like what you make of each situation like you yeah know, going for sure around, you know I, I i really do feel like this is though like and uh, also seeing like also like you know especially when they're in the fantasy like uh you know this fantasy world it's everyone isn't you know they're not all white it's just him you know and it's showing like struggles from other countries you know like religion like you know religions and stuff yeah, like yeah. that mm-hmm. you know so it's and, and, it's showing know. it like you know making it more worldly than than it just being so like you know close-minded like how i feel america is and i will say that has a lot to do with her imagination again is why it looks like i was that gonna when say the director but yeah well no of course but i'm saying of course the director <laughs> but, yeah, but, the, but you know what i mean i think yes. that's also like a, a, another layer to it that obviously I, and yeah and that, also because like but but also it's sort of funny because her like idea of like where she's just like oh stop making the characters sound like my dad yeah like make it sound like you yeah like a regular voice uh-huh. because that's her idea of like what mm. i'm sure when she reads if she read like a fairy tale yeah. she the knight would sound like him mm-hmm. which is like a really kind of crazy yeah. thing like a very I mean, like western yeah. like like you know what i mean like we westernize a lot of stuff yeah you know what i mean like storytelling like well, yeah different like, things, exactly you know I mean? like the characters in the fairy fairy tale land they would be you know they would be all white you know mm -hmm. and they're not which is like which is like yeah they they just westernize it even though the the little girl might be you know uh a different um you know uh race or uh, you know or ethnicity sorry you know yeah yeah Uh, because she's so used to just what that is yeah yeah yeah. which you know it makes sense i mean it's it's sort of it's sort of interesting to like see that that they start off with like the dad being the thing because he thinks yeah. like oh this is what she's going to be interested yeah. in but she's sort of like yeah no just make it you yeah <laughs> like you know like just do that like also because she's seen him so it's probably like kind of like it, that seeing him is different for her you know but also it's like you know at that point he doesn't realize that her dad has been killed yeah and she doesn't want to be reminded about yeah and she doesn't want to like yeah. have to deal with that because yeah. that's why she's going to the fantasy world mm-hmm. that's why anybody would do that so it belongs in the collection. It needs some. Well, it, I didn't say whether it did or not, you motherfucker. I'm not saying you did. I'm still just putting my argument oh, out you there. Said it belongs. And, and but I'm just yeah no no I'm saying because and also because you know the the DVD has you know some behind the scene features, you know that's fine. But we need more. We need up to date features. I want to know what 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 the young um, Alexandra is up to now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know it, did she was she acting in anything else? I, I want to hear Lee Pace. Uh, talk about this film because he's also really good in this. Yeah. Um, just his sort of like even the the sort of fake leading man that he plays as like the the masked bandit. Yeah. Like is just sort of like this very, you know, you can watch him and be like, oh, this is sort of cringe because he's being this way, but you know that that's because he's a coward, like he says in real life, mm-hmm. and so he has to put on this fake like I am the masked bandit. Like yeah. you know what I mean? It's like very like kind of like lame, like old. Especially very old style movie, it's kind like of Zorro-y, like Zorro. Yes, know? Zorro, Robin Hood, yeah. like back in the day, kind, kind of, of shit, like you know yeah. what I mean, like swinging on a rope, kind of like I'm here to save the day, like yeah. you know. And that's it's it's a good performance because it's that it's like literally like a guy who's like depressed, and he like has nothing and is a coward, mm. and is trying to come off as like this hero. Yeah. And eventually he's like, you know, he might start to think like, oh, maybe this little girl can think I'm a hero, and then he starts to think like, no, like I'm not, like I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. So it belongs in the collection for a lot of reasons, Mondo. And I'm asking you, what are you saying? I mean, 
collections the criterion collections already saying the saying no saying no yeah but they don't really matter <laughs> it's us too we've we've already seen with the power that we pull i don't know it might be the first time the criterion collection is wrong and this movie like just the storytelling and the way this film the way this film is told like just the way it's told you know and it how it jumps back and forth from like you know this like this girl's imagination to the real world and stuff like that and you know the acting too and it not being so uh spielbergo you know just so like <laughs> yeah. contrived and like you know really like pulling at the heartstrings you know like doing this like you know kind of like clockwork uh how every script should be like this happens on this page this happens on that page you know like hitting all the beats and like the climax and like you know like the da- the downfall i guess i i yeah and like and comparing it to um, pan's labyrinth i feel like it just it does a better job of you know really getting us getting the audience into that to that fantasy world and showing it a lot more and like really getting us to like you know enjoy it even though maybe in Pan's Labyrinth he doesn't he doesn't want us to enjoy it because it's so like dark and kind of grim and like you know the the creatures are like scary Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and this is and like in the fall it's kind of not like that it's more adventure how you said like you know like this like this old timey 1920s 30s thing kind of going on where like the the hero is so like they would call it a serial yeah (laughs) where the you know the the you know the hero is so like uh like here like mighty mouse here i am to come to save the day you know yeah yeah but so uh, i so i can't like you know i can't like nick pan's lever for that because it's like it's trying to do something else but i just feel like the fantasy aspect of this of the fall like really like gets the audience in it and like you know enjoyable and like and not to say that Ophelia the girl in Pat's Labyrinth was like a bad actress I thought she was really good in in Pan's Labyrinth but this little girl really like you know like captures you and like gets you into her like kind of psyche of like her like wonder and amazement feel like that kind of feeling you know where it it is this action adventure yeah, movie, that, that, and that, it just like really that is like, kind of like when you are bringing that up. I didn't even kind of like think of that. They're like, yeah, like Ophelia was she was fine, like the actress, she's fine in the film, but like, yeah, she doesn't ever really like, yeah, like yeah, I don't know when she gets shot in the stomach. I don't think I, I don't believe it, you know, like or I don't, I don't think that I'd like that. I'm just like literally for me, I'm just more like, oh shit, this like, would just fucking shot her in the belly. But I'm never just like, oh no, if. If, if she if Alexandra would have got shot or in the fell fucking off belly, of something like high. I would have fucking started crying. Yeah. Like I would have been like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, yeah. don't do this, Tarsim, don't do this. <laughs> yeah, that that's interesting. You bring that up because yeah. I didn't really think about that. But yeah, that, that at the true. end of like Pan's Labyrinth, I'm like kind of like eh, I don't really like it. Doesn't really like you know it doesn't pull at my heartstrings like if yeah. this if the, yeah yeah you know if like I feel it not necessarily shot but if she fell or something off like the roof or like you know something a little more like right believable, right, right like you uh-huh. know like someone just fucking some toting some gun at her you know but yeah i mean yeah i just feel like this movie really captures you know what or really executes what it's trying to do you know and throw us in this fantasy world and like throw us like and and you know this real world and like you know like really see our problems for what they are not trying to make them into what we feel like they should be or want them to be or like how we want to wallow in them or something like that because you know everyone has like a different situation going on and and 
obviously everyone has a different way of dealing with it and i think you know sometimes you just have to take a step back and you know and realize that we all have a story to tell yeah and that your story (laughs) is not the main one your story is not the worst one because a lot of people do feel like that i get that right like that i mean it's kind of i'm kind of joking around but like literally like depression is what that is right it makes you feel like your thing is the the only the main the only thing yeah Yeah, like your shit that happened that one thing that happened to you or the things that are happening to you is the only thing that's like the worst thing that's ever happening and like that's you know it's not true it's not true at all everyone has their own story everyone has their own problems everyone has sometimes worse things that are going on than you and again that doesn't say that you can't you know feel a certain way about the things that are yeah, happening definitely. You, but we're not saying that but right also, but it's not about like i feel like this movie is also too about like you know continue to tell your story like live yeah live and tell your story yeah. i we get it like there's hardships and then things yeah, are bad yeah, like, like yeah. you said like yeah they're telling um Roy, this whole time, just live. You need to live. Like, yeah. keep on, like, because yeah. he feels, like, obviously the whole time he's in this bed, he's, like, he's given up, you know? Right. Like, yeah, and he's ready to give up. Yeah. And we're, like, literally the end, you know, it ends with, like, a bunch of, like, kind of the B-roll footage of all the stuff. Yeah. And she's, like, talking over it. Like, oh, my mom told me that Roy, he, like, gets hit on the head. And mm-hmm. he does all the things actors don't do when they fall yeah. off the car. And, yeah. and they show that footage of, like, where she's, like, watching it. And it's like some actor getting hit on the head and then it cuts to it that, that it's it's him. It's Roy yeah. getting hit on the head. And she's just like, oh, I just kept rewinding it to make sure it was him and it was <laughs> him. And she's like laughing. And that's how it yeah. ends. It literally ends with her like laughing at him yeah. and just being like, oh, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like it didn't end with him like, you know, like killing himself or something and, and all depressed and her like yeah. dealing with that. It ended like kind of happy because I feel like that's kind of the point. It's like. You, you, storytelling is supposed to be there for that. It's supposed yeah. to uplift you. It's supposed to make you want to continue to tell your story. Yeah, it's regardless learn, of the, uh, regardless of it, what the know? what the what what hardships you've gone through, right? And You're learning gonna, from other people's stories. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. yeah, and sort of like seeing that and like realizing that yeah, we're all just like going through shit. Yeah, and it all sucks. We've all had we're a fall. We're all fallen. Yeah, but, but we've we all can, had a fall. We're gonna have a. But bad it's our fall. decision to pick us up, back up again. Exactly. Okay. And uh, Tarzim, uh, you know, I don't know if Criterion said no to you or not, but we're saying yes to you. Yeah. Uh, we don't have the money, but you can just pay us to 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 yeah. to, to distribute it. Throw we'll this find on, a way. throw this on the bonus features, you know. Yeah, well, we'll, yeah, no, for yeah. a nominal fee. <laughs> See, you know what I mean? Imagine yeah. this is like we're pushing for this, and I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna make sure I push her. I'm gonna tag Criterion. I'm be like, listen, I heard about you guys. I heard what you've been doing, and then when it ev- eventually gets released. You're right. This should be in the special features. Yes. Because we are champion the fall. That's We're one, of, that's one fall. of my goals for this uh, podcast, to get an episode on as a bonus feature. Yeah. Well, I guess we got to stop getting drunk before we talk about the movie then. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm sober. Um, hey, sometimes you got to loosen up, baby. Well, you know, I'm also depressed like Lee Pace <laughs> in the fall. Just kidding. Uh, everyone's doing fine. Hopefully, everyone's doing fine out there, yeah. too. You know, How are you doing? You, you feeling if, fine? <laughs> but if you are depressed and you are going through some stuff, there are people who can help you, and there are places you can contact. I obviously don't have them to give them to you now, but look them up and seek help because we don't want we, we want everyone to continue listening and telling their story. Yes. Actually, you don't even have to listen to us. Don't even worry about listening to the podcast. Just continue telling their story because that's what the fall is all about. Hopefully, Criterion... Or somebody will release it so we can see it. Not that it needs a better quality. Maybe the sound quality because the DVD is very low. But it's visually beautiful. But we want to see it get that that real good treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And if you agree or disagree, please let us know. Yeah. Criterion Cult. At Criterion Cult Pod. Look it up on Twitter. Look it up on Instagram. If you want to look me up on Instagram, you can go at, at Young Jane Fonda. And again, did not mean to call them foreigners. I, I realize that that's, uh, it seems like a really bad, it's just a thing people say nowadays yeah. that's really bad. And I wasn't meaning it in that way. Um, because, you know, I love you all. Yeah. Uh, only because I want you to join my cult, but I love you all. <laughs> Mondo, where can we follow and find you? Yeah, you can find me on all those things. Uh, at save underscore Mondo. And, uh, yeah. Make sure you join the cult and follow the podcast.